So the minimum wage going up 2% from April uh, 1st. The new hourly rate's going to be 23.15. That's lower than the past couple of years, of course, and in that is the politics of it all. The government says it's trying to strike a balance between protecting the incomes of our lowest paid workers and maintaining labour market settings that encourage employment. Now, Senior Research Fellow from the School of uh, Governance and Policy Studies at Vic University, Dr Michael Fletcher, is with us. Michael, morning to you. Good morning. Who's the winner here, politics or economics? <laughs> I think it's a case of politics. I don't think the economics case is, is very strong at all. In what, in and, what and given, way? What should it be? Well, I, I think you can argue strongly that uh, as a minimum, uh, you'd want to put the minimum wage up at, at the rate of inflation, have a, have a floor. In the same way that the government says with, with beneficiaries, at the very least, they should get the CPI. You'd think that the lowest paid workers should get the same, whereas CPI is 47 and this is 2%. What do you say to the government's argument, it's got to be incentive, we've got to incentivise you to get off the minimum wage and get into a higher wage and work harder or be better educated or whatever? Well, that incentive is there. I, I, I don't think that that's an argument at all because it, it, there is still a case, an, arg- an incentive for people to move up the uh, labour market ladder as far as they're able. Indeed. Having said that, we're at a, are we are at a tricky time economically at the moment. Basically, we have less than no money. And we need to do something about that. And for everyone who's got the 7 or 8 or the 9% pay rise in the last couple of years, all that's done is add to inflation. And it hasn't improved productivity, which is what we want to do, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but I don't think this is going to have a significant impact on inflation if they were to raise it by 4.7% instead of 2 The usual argument that's put forward is that increasing the minimum wage risks increasing unemployment. Mm. But our unemployment rate is 3.9%. And we were we had six years of increase in the minimum wage that were greater than the CPI, and it didn't cause. Although that, that, that was highly artificial circumstances with borders closed and things like that, wasn't it? Oh no, the biggest increases were prior to um, COVID. Okay, so you would say, as a rule in general, treat it like the benefit. In other words, it's the rate of inflation, and that's what it should be. I think I think that I think you can say as a floor, and we rely on minimum standards in New Zealand strongly legislated ones. As a floor, you'd want to think of the minimum wage going up by the same amount as the CPI. In good years, it could go up by more, but at a minimum, the CPI. This is pretty tough. Eighteen dollars a week for a forty-hour week mm. is not going to go very far. Michael, appreciate your time very much. Michael Fletcher, Dr. Michael Fletcher, senior research fellow out of Victoria University. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.